2: Welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on thirteen fifty ESPN. I know I cut in early on O'Le Greenwood. You know, here's the thing. If I don't do that, we're live streaming the show on Facebook, and if I don't if I go over thirty seconds, they mute the the part of the show. So I've had some people say, How come the first part of the show is muted? Well, it's not me, it's Facebook. So even though we pay the royalties to use that song with ASCAP through the radio station, I don't know why they're doing it, but You know, what are you going to do? You know, it's a conspiracy. (laughs) Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Welcome to February, February 1st. Good morning, Kenny Cole. I got a lot of people checking in real quick. Let me say hi to everybody. Uh, Donovan and Jeff Knudsen and Nate. uh, Let's see. Clint Rogals, Jason Ross. John, Mason, TJ, good morning from the goose blind. Thanks, TJ. That just kills me. People watch us while they're hunting. That, that's a compliment right there. Oh, that sure is. Uh, Jeff wants to, hey, everybody, uh, if you want to do me a favor, Alina uh, is Jeff Knudsen's granddaughter, and uh, she's been struggling with respiratory problems since she was born. And uh, if you would keep her in your prayers, I would really appreciate that. And I know Jeff and uh, his family would as well. Uh, Jeff, we've been praying for her, buddy. Uh, Kenny Cole. Good morning. Uh, Tony. Good morning, Tony. Uh, Donovan from Triple H Outfitters. Good morning there, buddy. Mason. Good to see you. Marie. Good to see you too. And Melissa Marie. She's, she's, uh, she's, she's something else. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm not even touching that one. Uh, Carl and Mick. Good morning. So anyway, two four four thirteen fifty two four four thirteen fifty 1350, is the number to call. Sponsor of the week is Iowa Pest and Termite Control. Thanks to Tim and everybody over there. I appreciate all the good work they're doing at the house, keeping all the critters out. If you've got critters that you don't want running around your house, give uh, the folks at Iowa Pest and Termite a holler. And i got to say a special thank you real quick to the driveway company. I uh, had to to blade the driveway off a couple times this week, and it makes it so much easier since there's not uh, uneven cracks and all that... uh, Concrete that's busting out uh, in your driveway when you are trying to plow, it's like butter. It's so smooth that blade just whoosh, it's like it's like you are shaving, man. It's it's just so sweet to plow that, and it's all because of all the fine folks at the driveway company. They came out and they busted out my driveway. They re poured another one, and it is so nice and sweet and smooth and it looks it. Lo- it just makes the whole house look better because the driveway's it's where it should be. Everything's nice and level and. Uh, I can't think of them enough. If you have cracks, if you need sealing, or if you need a new driveway, give them a holler at 515-850-1072. 515-850-1072. Tell Nick and Jen and everybody over there that outdoors Dan sent you. Will you do that for me? Thank you. So, Jerry, good morning. Carl, Cliff, Cliff Rooney, my buddy Cliffy Rooney. How you doing, Cliffy? was thinking about you the other day, buddy. Roger and Timmy on Facebook. Good to see you. So, uh Iowa Deer Classic tickets are in the house. I just told everybody on Facebook live for trivia today, we're going to give away I uh I forgot to bring the other prizes. <laughs> so we're going to do a little uh prize substitution and uh and do some Iowa Deer Classic tickets. So, I don't think anybody's going to be upset about that. Yeah. We'll see how it goes.
0: I think everybody's going to be just fine with those.
2: You think so? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Who doesn't uh, want to go?
2: Well, no. Everybody wants to go. They want to see Larry McCoy. Larry, <laughs> Larry McCoy's going to be there.
0: Well, yeah. That's the star of the show, right there. Well, it is. Larry. Larry Mack, man. Everyone else is side character. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah. They're just supporting uh, cast.
2: Uneventful. Everything else is just you know you know it, when Larry McCoy and and Philip Vanderpool and Ryan and and Paul Biggs and all them guys are in the house and you know. I'm, I'm an afterthought it's like oh <laughs> uh, yeah i think od's here too you know but that's okay i, I you know I'll, I'll carry their bags for them and <laughs> as long as it pays well uh it doesn't pay well but <laughs> i'll still do it because they're good guys uh, you know, hey there you go yeah i like it that's all sure, sure like-a, like-a. so anyway i'm not uh, <laughs> my wife don't Get it? Uh, I was watching some of the news last night. She goes, yeah. Get it out of your system now, so you don't say anything on the air tomorrow. So I'm not going to say anything. Smart move. <laughs> Although. No, I won't. Here we go. <laughs> all right. Strap in. Yeah. No. No. I'm just sick of it. I'm glad it's almost over. I hear you. all right So. Want to get back to my other other things. So. I had three really good meetings this week. The first off, I went down to the Milo locker, and I saw Daryl and Ainge. They got got their new facility open. They're in there. It's not all the way put together the way they want to. (laughs) Good morning, Dan. February, closer to spring. Amen, Jeffy. Amen, buddy. I hear you. But they're getting close. They've already got uh, stuff in there smoking. You're going to see the size of these smokers. They got these industrial smokers in there now. They're like jet engines, man. Daryl went over there and programmed that thing. And then he hit the button. It was like, whoosh. it was like a jet engine starting up, man. It was cool. And I was like, now nah, that's a smoker. I wish I had that at the house, man. I'd be throwing stuff in there all the time. <laughs> that's that how big is it? Uh, it's bigger than, uh, it's about as big as most people garage, single car garages. Wow. I mean, that's, they're huge. Wow. Real deal. You'd think your wife would let you do that. And they got three of them. (laughs) Three of them? Three of them. Yeah. Daryl was pulling these big old racks of, uh, of deer links and, uh, deer sticks and stuff like that in there. And it was like, it was like hunting Nirvana, you know? Oh my gosh. I kept hearing little harps and stuff. It was, it was beautiful. You're just in heaven. I wasn't heaven, man. It was like yeah, tear-stick and jerky heaven, man. Oh man. Yeah, it was neat. But they, that new facility, Milo should be applauding them. Everybody at Milo for putting that uh, facility in there. That it's it's a, it's a million dollar deal, and uh, I know that they're very very anxious about it. And you know who wouldn't be when you got a new you know you got that much of uh debt and stuff. But, uh, you know, they are just doing some wonderful things for the folks of Milo down there at the Milo Locker Meats. And pretty soon, they're going to have specialty cheeses and stuff in there. It's going to be pretty cool. I, I'm really excited for them. They really are doing some real neat things. Plus, they're employing a lot of people, too, which is nice. And they kept it in Milo, which was important. Gordon, Brandon, John, Jim Avis, Jeremy Lee, Steve B. How you doing, Stevie B.? Jeremy, uh, good morning. Dan Wood, hey Danny Wood, good to see you bud. Uh, thanks for watching us on the Facebook stream. Timmy Simmer, I think I got everybody. Jerry Sorison, good morning Jerry. Uh, I think I'm caught up. So anyway, uh, so I went down and had a great meeting with them. Uh, just trying to help them with some stuff. and uh, I'm anxious to, to see what they're going to be doing. They got some new deer product coming out. Um, if you love their, de- and now Andrew's a big fan of their honey barbecue sticks and I, I gave him a pack. It was probably gone on the way home. Oh yeah. It was gone within two days. Well, I believe you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that stuff's good, but they got, the, uh, you know, on their deer sausage is always really good. Their deer sticks, their jerky, um, uh, but they've got some new recipes and stuff coming out. That sounded phenomenal. So I can't wait for the, for the, uh, summer to get here. Uh, you know, July, August, and then we can start planning what we're going to do with our deer when we get them. So anyway, that's uh, that was uh, one good thing that happened. And then had a meeting with the Iowa Cubs yesterday, and I'm really excited about this. I got to, uh, visit with, uh, Andrew and Randy, and, uh, they're going to do an outdoor day at the park. It's going to be Saturday, July eleventh, and I know that's quite a bit away, but I'm, I'd rather tell you about it now because it's the it's pretty cool. They're going to have a whole bunch of different conservation groups in there. Um, they're going to have tables and stuff set up. It's going to be like an outdoor show at the at the Cubs game, uh, and uh, I'm going to be the unofficial host of the thing. So we'll be there uh, welcoming them people and doing some stuff. Uh, we've got three great big prizes. To, to give away already uh, we're gonna give away a brand new thousand dollar bow uh, we'll probably do this in the seventh eighth and ninth inning we'll have a we'll have like a cooler full of Artie ice. we'll get grizzly to send a cooler down and uh the then uh, camp right is donated two tent cots that we're going to give away which is going to be really cool so but the, the neat thing about it is it's going to be there to pr- to promote hunting and fishing uh, camping, uh, just the outdoors. And I thought that was just an awesome venue. So put that on your calendar, July 11th. They're going to have a whole bunch of different people there for you to visit with. They'll have stuff for the kids and, uh, they'll, you're going to have some chances to win some really cool stuff. And
0: you can always bring me a birthday gift.
2: Is that your birthday? Yeah. Well, really? Well, you'll be out there working. Yeah. We're actually going to do the show live at the ballpark. Now the game's not till seven that night. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a pregame game, show game. Oh, yeah. So for the listeners to come out to the ballpark on July 11th uh, during the show, we're going to do some special stuff for you. So how about that?
0: Oh, that's all worth it right there.
2: And then you and I can go uh, hit some balls and stuff after the game and, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, do some fun stuff. Need to work on my game a little bit. <laughs> a little rusty. <laughs> yeah, they said, hey, D, now, do you want to throw out the first pitch? I said, no, Larry Mac, Larry McCoy will be there. Larry from Ooh. Larry and Ryan are coming up from Respect the Game TV. So uh, you, I said, let Larry and Ryan throw out a first pitch. I don't need to do that. I've done that a couple times. It, you know, it's it's neat, it's fun, but yeah, yeah, I've done it. Spreading the wealth, spreading it out. Let, let you know, yeah, share the love, share the love, share the love. <laughs> i want to tell you this story so bad but i better not it but i told andrew this morning he goes that's hysterical man i said yeah
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know <laughs>
2: oh. oh yeah i'm 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 practicing restraining
3: hey, hey i better
2: restrain myself <laughs> as i get older <sighs> <sighs> so anyway that's going to be uh but anyway that's going to be uh a lot of fun on july 8th i'm looking forward to that so i know that's a full, a full bit away now the, now the deer classics coming up did i mention i've got iowa deer classic tickets did i huh we're the first in iowa to be, uh, give those away right now so and that's a big deal what is a big deal well it's because everybody that listens to the outdoors dan show deserves that exactly absolutely it's so the best for the listeners absolutely or you know we got to take care of our loyal listeners exactly so uh, we'll have uh, deer. You'll have a chance to win every week until the Deer Classic now. So there you go. So you need to tune in for trivia big time now. But uh, the Deer Classic is going to be great. That's uh, the fifth, sixth, or the sixth, seventh, and eighth uh, at the event center, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Cody Monday. Good morning, Cody. Steven. Good morning, Steve Martin. Uh, we're going to Larry Mack. Ryan uh, Ryan Huser uh, is going to be there from the show. Kent, his dad's going to be there. Uh, I think Christian Costa is coming back from the outdoor group. Christian will be there, but we're going to be showing everybody the new elites. The Ember will have every, your first chance to shoot the Ember. If you haven't shot it at your local archery dealer I mean, like uh, archery field and sports, I think, I think, uh, Mark's got one in there. I'm not for sure, but I think he does. I know he's got some cures, but you'll get a chance to shoot the cure, the result and all that other fun stuff. But, uh, we got some new stuff. Uh, we got some new broadheads coming out from slick trick and, um, Let's see, uh, we got a couple of new archery releases from Scott, the Jaws, and uh, the Ghost that you're going to want to check out. So that'll all be there. Larry's going to be doing some seminars, and we're going to be doing some special giveaways um, as well. So I'm excited about that. We're going to do like a Wyckoff heating and cooling giveaway. And uh, what else were we doing? There's something else we're, I'm forgetting. But uh, we, we got a bunch of stuff. That's coming up in four weeks. That'll be here before you know it. So I'm excited about that, too. And then you know what happens after that? turkey season is going to be coming up. Now I got a I got a chance. I was talking to some friends. I made some friends down at the ATA show from Pennsylvania. They got a TV show called Keystone outdoors. And, uh, they actually own a big, uh, archery shop down there. Real super nice guys. And, uh, Chris and, and, uh, Steve and all them guys. Uh, and what is Steve's brother's name? I'm getting so, is it Mark? Steve and Mark? I'm sorry guys. I apologize. You know my, how my brain is, but, uh, Uh, anyway, their season, their turkey season starts March 20th. And I'm thinking about going to Pennsylvania to do some turkey hunting. Wouldn't that be kind of a cool trip? You know? Yeah. Go out there and, you know, it's been a long time since I've been to Pennsylvania. Last time I was in Pennsylvania, I was in the military. Oh, that that was a long time ago. But Pennsylvania, parts of Pennsylvania is beautiful.
0: Will you ever, will you get the chance to be around Hershey, Pennsylvania?
2: Uh, I don't know what, you know what? I, I don't know what part of the state they're in. I should have asked them that, you know? Yeah. You know, why why, why do you want me to stop and get you a candy bar or something?
0: Oh yeah. Got to get it from the source.
2: I hate to tell you this, but the candy bars that they sell at the Hershey plant in Hershey yeah. taste just like the stuff that you get at fairway.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: Same thing. Yeah.
0: But it, it means
2: different. It doesn't. It. <laughs> it goes down the same, but it means different. Uh-huh. Well, I don't, if I'm anywhere close, I'll see what's going on. B-Dub, William, good to see you. Johnny Baker, Steve, Jeff Schultz, Shout, how you doing, Jeffy? Good to see you, man. Thanks for tuning in. So that was, uh, that. you know, that's a planning week I had. So a lot of good stuff there, and uh, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Did we talk about Coyotes and Cougars last week?
0: Not a whole lot.
2: We didn't, did we? That was the St. Louis show.
0: We kind of brushed over it uh, maybe a little bit, and then we got off topic.
2: Did we? Yeah. Did we talk about that? Not a whole lot. I don't remember talking about it. Somebody asked me to talk about coyotes, and I, you know, and I said, "Well, I'll talk about them." So here's what we're going to do: let me take a real quick break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about coyotes and cougars. And no, I'm not talking about 50 year old ladies running around Jordan Creek Mall. I'm talking about mountain lions. <laughs> mountain lions. Ooh, that hurt that was good (laughs) was that good that was good yeah that kind of hurt actually so hey this break is brought to you by the fine folks at biagi's did you know that biagi's means a love that's all right we got the valentine day coming up in a 13 days it's the time to call 221-9900 and say i want to get a meal for my love my baby my beautiful woman my my sweetheart Yes, I heard this outdoor guy talking about the spicy meatballs that you have at Biagi's, and I want to spice up my life. I want to take my beautiful woman, and I want to wine her. I want to dine her. I want to get her some pasta. I want to get her some dessert. I want to show her that I love her because she is my baby. I I love her to death. She's my beautiful woman, and I want to take her to Biagi's. So let me call and make a reservation and say, Hello, this is your buddy, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was mark yeah mark hey this is mark no this is uh this is uh i'm trying to think uh, I'm, uh this is luigi What name is luigi i want to make a i want to make it a reservation because of the outdoor guy told me if i love my wife i need to take her to biagi's and get her a spicy meatball and it's made right there for you homemade every day same with the soup and the bread. Oh, the bread is mwah, it's, uh, magnifique. It's uh, just a beautiful, beautiful uh, Valentine's sweet dinner that I want to take advantage of for you. So I pick up the phone. I call five one five two two one nine nine hundred 221 9900 and say, Hello, Biagi's. I love you. You're such a good restaurante. Let me take you and get you a reservation for me and my beautiful wife and we're going to have a beautiful Valentine's Day courtesy of Biagi's over in West Des Moines off of University Avenue. It's a beautiful thing. We'll be right back on 13 to 50 at ESPN.
1: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN.
2: All right. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on thirteen fifty ESPN. Heard it through the grapevine. You know, when I was growing up, we had great commercials. Remember the raisins? Remember the dancing raisins? Now, that was a great commercial. Now you got you got stuff it's like I just shake my head at on it's like, why am I watching this? I'm not click. I'm not I'm not I'm not even gonna waste my visual time. So this drives me nuts, man. We had Spuds McKenzie. We had the the raisins. We had we had uh, what was uh well. You're too young yet, Andrew. I mean, I'm thinking, trying to think, what was the other iconic? Um, you, do you remember who Spud McKenzie was? The, no, the Budweiser dog. And then oh, we had, and then oh, the we had the, then we had
0: the Budweiser frogs. Well, I, I grew <laughs> up around the horses.
2: That's kind of Cli- well the Clydesdales. Clydesdales, they're, 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 yeah, that's that's iconic. But you know the 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 frogs were like these animated little froggies that uh they, yeah. they were they were funny you know well, i bet they were you know the bud Light thing or the bud night yeah you know the first ones were okay you know um and you know i there's so many other commercials i'm not a big drinker it's just you know it's just you know it just, you know, just that's one of the things that it pop culture sticks out you know it's just like um you know like the remember the the kool-aid game the kool-aid guy busting through the walls and oh stuff. yeah you know, Captain Kool-Aid or whatever his name is. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: you know. I don't know. Now you got Bigfoot Hawk, and jerky. Yeah, you know what? And you yeah. never see him. <laughs> that's that's the bad thing. You know, you just never see him you around. You never yeah. see him. You know, why would you hire somebody that's never around? It just doesn't make any sense. Exactly. You always want him to be around. So, Cougars and Cougars and Coyotes. So... We have a coyote problem. We've had a coyote problem. I don't know why people are just now waking up to this. You know, here's what here's what it is. You know what it is? The coyotes are infringing in the in the cities because there's hardly any the habitat for them anymore, and they know that the food is better in the city because when somebody lets little Fifi out <laughs> or Muffin. And I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to see anybody's pet. I you know I love my dog, and you know Jen's got a cat named Hannah, and I you know I I hate to admit it, but I'm kind of fond of the cat. You know, because if I have a stress day or something, you know she's always jumping on there saying, "What's the matter, big guy?" You know, and you know my lab Muzzy. You know I, I he's he's one of my kids, so I, we love our pets, and I get that. Well, the coyotes have figured out that that's easy pickings. So whenever you're out at night and if you are in the uh, the metropolitan area, just don't let your dog out to do its business anymore because there are coyotes running around. Now I don't want to put anybody in a panic, but there's been, there's been not only, uh, this has been going on for a while. I, you know, the show down in St. Louis, I had people down in West, uh, West St. Louis and West County and ball, uh, a Ellisville area that have uh, called in before and, you know, people were just really, you know, Oh, I don't know why you hunt those things. And why do people have to trap them? And then when muffin gets eight they they call up, "Uh, I understand we need to eradicate every one of them. When it personally affects them, then they understand the theory of carrying capacity or conservation. Cause if you don't control them, they get out of balance and they start eating muffin. And when muffin goes down, then their attitude changes. It was the same way when I was when I was down here full time with the deer. They did not want an urban deer season in St. Louis. They they were dead set against it. You can't kill Bambi. Yes, those poor things. They have a right to be there. la 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 la. la. Okay, thank you for your opinion. I appreciate. it. I was respectful. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, everybody's got a right to their opinion. And then as soon as they start eating their hostas and their flowers and their roses. You would you please come out here and shoot this deer? I'm not making that up. That is the God's truth. As soon as they started eating all their flowers and they're tearing up their flower beds and their shrubs and all that, then they wanted the deer taken care of. See, it's got to affect them personally before they can they can see common sense things. You know. So, you know, sometimes it takes Buffy a little longer to understand what we're talking about. You know, if it affects their flowers, Or if it, if Muffin gets eight, then Buffy gets upset. See? Buffy? Well, you know, the, uh, the urban socialite lady or whatever. You know, I don't know what, what, you know, I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm just, it's just, you know, it's just those people. Those people. You know, you don't see them wearing camo is what I'm saying, okay? Poor Muffin. Yeah, poor Muffin, man. Muffin, Muffin was... Muffin, it's what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> muffin, muffin, gets munch, man. Uh, and the it, listen, the coyotes are a problem because here is the thing: trapping the the price of uh, the price or cost uh, the the return on investment that people were seeing from trapping went way down because pelts went the price of pelts went down, and people quit trapping. Well, when they quit trapping, even though predator hunting has been really popular the last decade or so. You know, if you're not out there running trap lines and stuff, things get out of balance really quick. And a coyote in our area is the apex predator. You know, they, the only thing they have to fear is really us. Now, up in Minnesota and Michigan and, and Wisconsin and those areas that have wolves, the wolves will will flat out eat a coyote. They'll, if they're in a coyote is in a wolf territory, they will kill them and eat them. And that's the end of the coyote. We don't have that here, so if we don't have people out there predator hunting, and we don't have people tra- running trap lines and stuff, um, they that's why they're out of balance. So we, you know, if you uh, you see some people from the Iowa Trappers Association, or if you see folks out there uh, out there predator hunting, thank them because they're they're really doing a service. They're practicing sound conservation. So the cougars. I, you know they are mountain lions in Iowa. They are there's no there is no question in my mind that there are mountain lions in Iowa. If there's five, I'll be shocked. Um, you know it, it may be maybe six or seven, okay, but there's not 50 or a hundred mountain lions running around. They, the mountain lion the, the a mountain lions territory is 75 80 miles or they can travel that in a day. I mean they can travel a long way in a day. They're very they travel I mean that they're, they're very prolific on their traveling and the, actually a, a mountain lion's range could be 150 miles you know it's it's huge and usually it's one or two toms in that in that area from my understanding from what biologists have told me and a couple females so you know I'm saying maybe a half a dozen to a dozen mountain lions in Iowa if if that but they're you know they're coming in from Nebraska they're coming in from Missouri they're coming in from Minnesota they're coming in from the Dakotas you know and then and then you know you want you know you talk about uh the West Des Moines cougars that's a totally different issue and I'm not going to talk about that smart idea yeah, yeah. that's a that's a
0: whole different yeah that's a whole nother ball game you gotta yeah
2: yeah see I'm getting to the point now where I'm not cougar baiting I haven't been cougar baiting a long time so I can not quit worrying about it
0: yes exactly yeah.
2: living easy. I'm just getting old. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. Well, this, my, my birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks, man. And it's just not, I, it's like, this is crazy. You know, it's just like, hey, I can't believe it. I'm closer to 60. <sighs> what am I going to do now? <sighs> Where's my Pop-Tart? <laughs> Where's <your> pop? <laughs> you know, I had cereal for dinner last night. For yeah, well, it was actually a snack, but it's just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? You know, ten, fifteen years ago, it was a piece of pizza and you know something else. Now it's cereal. What's happening to me?
0: Nothing wrong with some cereal, you know. Yeah,
2: you know, it's not even it's not even good cereal either. It's it was corn flakes and grape nuts. It wasn't okay. like it was peanut butter, Captain Crunch peanut butter. You know.
0: Well, go ahead, go out and get it, splurge.
2: Yeah i don't need it i gotta i gotta stay yeah i gotta i tell you what the older i get the worse it's so hard to keep the weight off man jenny got me a bear claw the other day thank you jen and i looked at it and gained 15 pounds (laughs) it was not good i'm telling you good morning dave todd brent anthony how y'all doing good to see you so anyway bottom line thank the people that are out there Doing the predator hunting and and doing the trapping and uh, everything. Lauren, a good see ya. Go Chiefs. Getting a lot of Chief Icons coming up here, man. So, let's see. So, we talked about that. We talked about that. It, man, I'm I'm like totally on, on track this morning. So, no pun intended there either. Uh, I got that. Uh, oh, and the, as far as the trapping and stuff goes, it's not just the coyotes either. It's the raccoons, the possums, all the nest robbers. All my friends out there that are worried about the turkey and the, and the pheasant and the quail and populations, your upland birds, we got to, we got to make sure the raccoons and the skunks and all the nest robbers are, are trapped and, and held in check. Because if that's not, if that's not, then that's where our upland population and our turkeys and stuff, that's a big, that's a big impact. You know, we already have to deal with the spring rains and stuff. And, you know, you got winter mortality, which I don't think knock on wood we haven't had that bad of a winter this year, so hopefully we won't have any winter mortality. But uh, I'm, uh, you know, the last couple springs we've had flooding issues, so I'm hoping we don't have that this year. And uh, but uh, the nest robbers are really bad, man. They're they're bad. What's up with you?
0: Oh, well, we just had a caller call in and had to leave. He was out heading out doing some chores, so he didn't get a chance to to stay on with us. But he was asking, uh, "Have you ever personally?" Uh, taken down a coyote in a tree stand or have or have had the need to anyway the need to
2: well i've 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 taken a few with my bow yeah they're hard to get with a bow i mean it's just but if you know i always how do i say this if i'm out deer hunting and a coyote pops up i'm coyote hunting i'm gonna because i'm gonna try and take one or two and um just to keep the 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 numbers in check on wherever i'm hunting i mean most farmers want you to you know but uh you know the bobcats and stuff. You have to have a fur harvester tag for that. The coyote, you don't. But um, we just we all need to keep them in balance, folks. You know, you know. And it's just it's uh, you're doing you're doing nature a service when you do that. Um, you really are. All right, seven thirty four and some change. Let me hit another quick break, and when we come back, we'll uh, get some more fish to fry with a uh, big red from Sportsman's Warehouse. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN.
1: You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN
3: Keep moving 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 oh they're disapproving Keep them doggies moving broad. Don't try to understand them Just rope-throwin' and brand Soon we'll be living high and wall
2: Head him up, move him out, head out, him out, head out, out, Welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. We got him. The man, the myth, the legend, Big Red is on the line. What are you doing there, Big Red?
3: Good morning, Dan.
2: Played a little rawhide for you. Head him up. Move him out. One of my favorite shows. <laughs> He probably sitting there at the store going, Why do I do this? <laughs> Not often. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, Don?
3: Doing okay? How- it's been a it's been a great week.
2: Yeah, well there you go. Store looks good over there at Sportsman's Way.
3: Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Always good to see you.
2: Yeah, always good to be out there. I was buying I don't I bought a shirt and I can't remember what else I was buying. I gotta get out there and get my uh I think I got one more year left on my DNR card, I, I think, but I, I want to get a hard card. So, but, uh, I need to get out there in a couple of weeks and buy my Turkey tags. That's coming up here pretty quick. So yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Something to do. So there's a lot to do. I mean, folks that are out there shed hunting, we just talked about how bad coyotes are and you know, we need to get more people out there predator hunting, doing some trapping. You got all that at Sportsman's to help them out with that. And, you know, we uh, we have the the trout fisheries, the the uh, urban trout fisheries and stuff that uh, the DNR is stocked. I mean, those people are still catching those. The weather's not been really great for that, though. I mean, we're getting one day it's 20 degrees, the next day it's 33. I mean, the ice is not very good.
3: We did get a few reports of some where folks are having a little bit of luck out on
2: the ice. Yeah, is it all up north though?
3: Yeah, northwest.
2: Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. So I I wouldn't want to be getting out on ice here in Central Iowa. I can tell you that.
3: No. No, wouldn't be a good thing. I'm with you. Yeah. But but down in the southwest there, uh, Lake Potoka, they send an excellent trout fishing.
2: Well, no, the um, the trout are there. I mean, get you know, they're and I'm telling you what, they're hungry. I mean, you they want you to catch as many as you can because they're not going to, you know, they won't make it through the summer if they, you know, they, they, they just need that cold water. And is a lot of these lakes and stuff, they get a little too warm for them.
3: So. Well, if you're heading out, there's still some ice mm-hmm. and we just got a big shipment of wax worms. So we've got you covered.
2: Boy, you've been getting a lot of worms lately. What's the problem? Is something you're eating or? Have you ever tried to wax (laughs) one? No, I'm not gonna, not planning on it either, man. (laughs) There, you know, I'm gonna, I'd have to be awful hungry to eat a bug, man. I, I just, uh, yeah, no, thank you.
3: I've had, I've eaten a few bugs, and it's all by accident.
2: Yeah, it's been all, you know, riding the ATV, rental back to the truck, and it's like, oh, I just swallowed a bug, man. That's not good. Yeah, didn't taste very good, and really didn't get much protein value out of it. I don't think either.
3: Just the experience.
2: Yeah. Just the experience, a little crunch and munch and yeah, I could have done without that, you know?
3: So. Do you have time for a quick, quick coyote story?
2: I do have time for a quick coyote story. What happened?
3: Well, back when I was in Arizona, mm-hmm. I lived on what we call a horse property, which means it's just an acre or more where you can have animals. And I grew chickens. <laughs> I, I, I guess
2: I like eating four dollar eggs. Well, no, hey, like, I, hey, before you, st- I hate to interrupt you, but I will. The, there is nothing better than a fresh farm egg. As I'm, Jenny was, it's, Jenny was working with this, these people that raise chickens, and she used to bring eggs and stuff. And then she the whatever happened happened, and we didn't. She didn't get them anymore. It's it's horrible to eat a, a store bought egg after eating fresh
3: eggs like that, isn't it? I mean, it's it's, it's amazing
2: the, yeah. amazing the difference.
3: One day I go out early in the morning to feed my chicken, mm. and I find little piles of feathers here and there. As if somebody had cut open Aww. a feather pillow. Aww. There were no feet. There were no heads. There was no blood. Just piles of feathers. And I'm, what is going on with my poor chickens? We had a coyote. And we tracked that dude down one morning. I had a phone call from a neighbor. that said, Are you still looking for that coyote? I said, I absolutely am. And the only thing I could grab—it was four in the morning. I had a single shot 22. and I hit it on down and buried that coyote next to my chicken coop.
2: Well, good for you, man. You, you 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 avenged your chickens.
3: I did, and they got the last laugh. Yeah, absolutely. What what's funny is I had my favorite rooster and was missing his tail feathers, so I knew that that rooster could run exactly as fast as that coyote could.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's no good when they're eating your chickens, man.
3: So I am with you there, um, coyotes. You know when they get hungry, they will eat anything, including fluffy and well. That's and
2: cats. yeah. I mean, I, listen, I've been talking about that for years. I mean, they've found coyote dens that had pets, pet collars in them, and everything else where they've ate people's pets. You know, little muffins out there doing her business. The next thing you know, crunch. You know, and then you go out there and look for muffin, and she's gone. It's like, oh, muffin ran away. No, muffin, <laughs> muffin got eight. You know, yeah, I hate to say it like that, but it's the truth. And yeah, I mean, it's not good. We got to keep them in check. So I'm with you. Yeah. Not good. Not good. And then, hey, not hey. only that, did you see the, did you see where that coyote attacked that three-year-old tried to eat that kid? And the dad got on mm-hmm. him. And, yeah. Dad got on him and, uh, they, they got the coyote, uh, they got the kid away from the coyote and, uh, they, they put the coyote down. Uh, the, and then there was a cougar they had to put down, uh, that attacked a kid the other day too. I mean, it's, it's not good. It's not,
3: and you know we need to control these critters. Yep, and that's why we're here.
2: That's why hunting. Hunting is the only conservation tool that works to keep things in check.
3: Absolutely, it does. It and, it, and it's hunters and, and fishermen that that foot the bill for all of this ecology effort. So it's you
2: know. Yep, been preaching that for years, Donnie boy. Amen. Amen.
3: So, what's uh,
2: what's going on at the store? Anything exciting? Did you get? Hey, now we're doing a turkey camp. I was going to talk about this, and I and I forgot to do that. So, thanks for bringing that up. Um, March eleventh, we're going to be doing a turkey camp, and I'm going to try and get Larry McCoy up there, uh, and maybe Philip or uh, Ryan with uh, from Respect the Game TV to come out and uh, just to do some seminars. And I know Don, you and I talked about having somebody from the NWTF chapters there to help uh, talk about the NWTF and maybe get some Jake stuff out there. So if I have any conservation chapters listening to me right now, and Sportsman's is one of your go-to uh, sponsorship deals, I would appreciate that if you would reach out to Don and uh, sign up or tell Don that you would like to be part of the, the March 11th turkey camp. Because we'd like to make that great again uh, at the store. That When I first moved up here and you guys opened up, we used to do some really good things and I know, Don, they'd be kind of neat if we could get back to that, you know?
3: Well, as, as you and I have spoken frequently, that's, that's our plan and that's what we want to do. So, um, we are looking for some partners to help us out because it's so important to, to keep the young ones involved in hunting so that this, uh, this great American pastime continues.
2: Absolutely. You know, it'd be kind of fun. I don't know. I'll see if I can get it done this week, this year. But if not this year, we'll do it next year. We should do a turkey, uh turkey feather painting contest for the kids. Wouldn't that be we kind should. of, we, wouldn't that be kind of fun? That would be a great time. Absolutely. You know, what a, what a great keepsake too. You know, Hey mom, I made you a painting and turkey feather for you, you know, and she'll treasure that the rest of her life. I think you're right. I, I'm telling you, man, I, my mom, my mom still has. Stuff I made her and I'm 55, you know, I asked let let's I'm, plan on it. Let's do it. Well, I, we need to do that. I just got to see if I can come up with some Turkey feathers. Um, I got tail fans, but I don't know. <laughs> I got to see how many I got to rip them apart. So, but, uh, I'll, I'll ask a couple of buddies of mine that, uh, I know they've got, uh, Turkey stuff stashed away. So I think I got three fans dried. I got to look. So, um, you know, uh, if not, we, if we don't do it this year, when I go out and shoot birds this year, I'll start instead of usually, Yeah, I usually dry them out and use them for my decoys for my gobblers and stuff. But I think I got enough now. I don't really need to keep repeating that, but we could take them apart and, and put them in a, uh, a vacuum bag and stuff and keep them for the, for next year. If we can't do it this year. Okay.
3: Sounds like a plan. All right. Anything else uh, I can do for you, sir? Hey, just a reminder. We've got some, uh, ice shelters from modern Eskimo, There are 15% off today.
2: Wow, 15 off.
3: Our augers, 10% yeah. off. Yeah. So, you wanted to get us up for some ice fishing, come on down.
2: Yep, and they can find you where?
3: You know, we're in Ankeny. <laughs> we're in Ankeny. Off the 90 exit of I-35 <laughs> right across the street from Carl Chevrolet.
2: There you go. Hey, and we got a seminar next week after the show. We're going to be talking about new spring stuff uh, at Sportsman's Warehouse. So, at 10 o'clock, put that on your calendar if you can, and come out to the store. I would love to see uh see if you got a chance to come out. So, Big Red, uh we'll talk with you a couple days. Thank you, Dan. Have a great week. You do the same. We'll see you. Thanks, buddy. There he goes Big Red from Sportsman's Warehouse. Really good guy. 7.49 and some change. Muskrat trapping season extended to April 1st on Lizard Lake. Did you hear about that? Breaking news. Uh, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. Let me. You want me to me do my Ted Baxter voice. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources has extended the muskrat trapping season on Lizard Lake. I can't do that in Pocahontas, Oh, Elizabeth Warren County. Did I just say that? I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Uh from. from February 1st to April 1st to offer additional trapping opportunities to a temporary abundant resource. Iowa's no, trapping... Yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Iowa's trapping season is for all fur bearers except beavers closes statewide on January 31st, so it's closed. Muskrats, if you don't know what a muskrat uh it, it not only was that a Captain and Tennille song. Muskrat, muskrat. You remember that? Don't you remember that song? Muskrat love are the aquatic version of cottontail rabbits. Wabbits. Their population cycles are dynamic. Their numbers rise and fall dramatically depending upon water levels and marshes and other, other factors. Muskrats have two to four litters per year and in the food chain serve as an important prey for mink, otters, hawks, owls, and coyotes. There they are, the silly coyotes again. Muskrats primarily use plants to grow out of the water to build their huts. Their diet is primarily plant-based as well, while muskrats create open areas and marshes and are also capable of stripping the marsh of all its vegetation as their population densities peak. Uh, The extended season and marsh management tool in the wildlife area managers, plus it offers an excellent opportunity for trappers to extend their season and utilize the surplus of muskrats. Several studies have shown the additional harvest will reduce the numbers as a point of over-harvest. Vince Evanser, uh, Vince, I hope I said that right. evil. how would you say this, Andrew? E-V-E-L, evil-sizer. E-V-E-L-S-I-Z-E-R. How would you pronounce that? Evil-sizer. Evil-sizer. Vince Evil-sizer. Man, that sounds like a. Like a villain. Name.
0: That is the most villainous name out there. That
2: I mean, that could be like a, a Bond thing.
0: Like, yeah. He had he, he must have been a descendant
2: of a Bond villain. I am telling you. We will have your information, Mr. Evil Sizer. <laughs> Furbearer biologists in the Iowa DNR, all mustard traps, traps allowed during the regular season are legal for the extended season. So there you go. Go get a muskrat. 752. We need to take a break. Andrew's over there waving frantically at me. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
3: This is Outdoors Dance so on right Des Moines Sports leader, leader.
1: 1350 ESPN. What a good Alright, welcome
2: to hour number two. Of Outdoors with Outdoors, Dan on 1350 ESPN. This hour is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite. Have you taken a shootability challenge yet? If you have not, please head over to your nearest dealer, like Archery Field & Sports, or a Elite dealer near you, and shoot that cure or the result. Take the shootability challenge, and uh, if you do, you're going to be pretty impressed. I love mine. And hey, if you are on a budget, that new Ember is the most adjustable bow on the market. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, and you are looking for a new turkey bow this year, that Ember, that elite ember, E M B E R, fully adjustable. What I'm and what I mean by that, it's the draw length. You can adjust the draw length on this on the same bow without cam switching or anything. Same bow from 15 inch draw to 29. How about that? How about that? You draw weight. You can do the draw weight from 10 pounds. The 60 same bow without having to switch limbs, eight full turns of adjustability in the, uh, in the draw weight cycle. So I'm telling you what, that bow is amazing. And it's only 499, 499, fully machined riser. It's got a riser cage on it to help reduce hand shock. It's got the same limbs that's gone. My cure, which is a thousand dollar bow and uh, lifetime warranty all made up there in Rochester, New York, made in the good old USA. So go check them out man elite. That's why I shoot them. They're good stuff. 802 and some change. Anybody out there Two four four thirteen fifty. 2441350 244 1350. Do we need to start playing Barry Manilow? I'm I'm about ready to start playing Barry. Barry's going to come out. Barry's coming. He's going to write the songs. Better call. <laughs> He's making do, his comeback. Do, do I do I threaten that or do I say if nobody call if I don't get at least two calls to say hi or something? Do I do I say no more deer classic tickets? Do I mean is that really what I need to do? I don't want to do that because I love you people. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. They're already lighting up. Right? <laughs> Usually Barry is all I have to say, but that's you know sometimes you just have to do the extra extra little. Uh, come on, man. Oh, hey, Joey, out there in PA. How you doing, Joe? Jason, good to see you. Thank you for tuning in. So, anyway, uh, they're, they're having... Who's up? Who's up? I can't read that. Lauren? Oh, let's go say hi to Lauren, see what Lauren is up to. Lauren, good morning. How are you?
1: Hey, good, Dan. How are you? I'm just uh, coming into town, making the breakfast run for the family.
2: Hey, good for you, man. All right, now, is this... Is, <laughs> Don, right now. Don from How sport. Don from sport. Do you need to do your order, Lauren? Go ahead.
1: No, I just picked it up. Oh, you already did. You got Don from sports. I don't, I don't want to give anybody any free advertising, but it's, uh, their initials are T and J. I bet you could guess what it is, but
2: T and J. Oh, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Tamale John.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly.
2: I, I hear you. So, what are you, uh, are you out and about today? Just, uh, doing anything exciting or just,
1: uh. Nope. That's our Saturday tradition. I just, uh, I, I let mom take the morning off from cooking breakfast for the girls. We got a six and two year old and Aww. we, we, uh, go in and get taco John's either as a family on Saturday mornings or, uh, I run into Ankeny and grab it and head back out to God's country.
2: Yeah. I don't blame you. Now, are you, now are you the Lauren as a Chiefs fan? Yeah, how do you know that, man? I know my listeners, man.
1: Wow, Dan, that is impressive. What's I the, mean, I do have a yeah. I have a I have a pretty common name, so it's hard to keep all these Lawrence straight. <laughs> yeah, well, the only
2: reason I know that is whenever you pop up on Facebook that you you watch the stream. Oh yeah, you have a oh, cheese yeah. icon, so
1: yeah, and that's that's what most of my posts are nowadays. Anyway, well, that's our so,
2: right. that's okay.
1: But play, yeah, play I, by play of the game.
2: I try to know my listeners as much as I can because <laughs> you guys are important to me. So.
1: You're a great guy. My brother Alan won the elite bow oh. at the uh, archery sports thing uh, either last year or the year before.
2: Well, how's he like it?
1: He loves it. Oh, he shoots it all the time.
2: That's a great bow, man. Well, tell him I said yeah. great congrats, and I'm glad he likes the bow.
1: I'll tell him. So
2: you think the, uh, you think our chiefies are going to do it tomorrow?
1: I don't want to jinx them, but, uh, yeah, I, I've got a pretty good feeling. It, it always helps when Vegas uh, feels the same way, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just proud of them. I, I love my Mahomie. Oh, so
1: it's unbelievable. I told somebody it's. I'm just happy that they are in the Super Bowl. I, I've never seen it in my lifetime. I'm 45. Yeah. I don't know if you remember it. You were only five years old, but
2: yeah, when they were when they when they were formed. Yeah. 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 Now I love. Listen, I grew up a, a Cardinals fan because we had the big red, and then as I got older, I, I started rooting for the Chiefs when Lenny Dawson was quarterback, and. Um, yeah. and then Darren, uh, Darren, um, he got killed in a car wreck. One of the best defensive guys ever. Um, oh, Derek Thomas, Derek, number Tom- Derek Thomas, yeah. the big cat. I loved him, man. He was great. You know, and, and yeah, my,
1: my wife, my wife found me, uh, she works for a place that, uh, kind of works with the NFL, of uh-huh. promoting dairy, uh, Midwest dairy association. And she found me a really cool poster from 1996, of Derek Thomas, life-size poster
2: oh that's awesome man yeah remember remember, remember when oh awesome. you are well you, you're gonna frame that aren't you
1: oh yeah yeah. I, framed I, I, and hanging in the gym
2: I, that's what i do remember when he used to do um the around halloween they would have those the scary cat posters with him yeah
1: remember yeah
2: remember those i remember those yeah ones. those
1: were great yeah those
2: were great man i, I tell you that's and then I love Fran Tarkenton when I was a kid, so that's why I root for the Vikings and the Chiefs. Those are my two. Yeah, those are my two favorite. Vikings teams.
1: are my NFC team. It's just kind of who we grew up with in yeah. the area, you know.
2: Fran Tarkenton, man, I I used to love the way that guy ran. He that guy scrambled like crazy, you know. Yeah. So, hey, Lauren, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, buddy, have a great day, Dan. Hey, Keep up the good work. Uh,
2: well, that's very kind of you, and thanks for thanks for following the show. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All okay. right, there he goes, Lauren, man having him instant breakfast all right that was just one call so i I still have do I have to threaten again that was a great call oh that was a good call that yeah, was a great call two four four thirteen fifty otherwise uh otherwise we're gonna start uh writing the songs what's 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 the worst song he's got at the copa
0: oh that that's the first thing that comes to my mind yeah I mean I don't know if you can get money much
2: lower than that is there you know uh, here's the thing and uh, is it me is it is it i don't understand this but when did when did singers start using names like cardio cardio i mean why would you want to be called cardio is it cardio b I, i i did i get that wrong i don't know i think there's a singer she's her name's cardio b i don't understand that you know whatever happened to having like uh you know, like if you want to have like Madonna, you know, Madonna's one name, you know, I could understand that, you know, or, uh, you know, hey, who's Cardio B, Andrew Cardio B. You know who that is? The singer Cardi B It's Cardio B, isn't
0: it? It's not Cardio B. It's Cardi B who, I, if you so- sure
2: it's your, it's a, she's a singer, yes. but it's Cardio B. Isn't it? Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, I, what, you know, you know, we just, we, one name's fine, but. Keep it relative, man. Come on. You know, you know, and then, you know, we had, we got Bulldog. Well, what, Why do you want to be called Bulldog? You know, well, you know, I could understand some other, you know, <laughs> Brenda. Let's go. See, let's go. See. <laughs> let's say hi to Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you?
2: I'm wonderful. Thank you. What are you up to? Well,
1: do you know who? Not ca- much.
2: Do you know who Cardio B is?
1: No, I don't.
0: Well, see, I didn't either. It's not cardio. It's Cardi B. It's Cardi B. That's what I'm saying. Cardio B. Cardi. It's... <laughs> Take the O <laughs> out of it.
2: What? What? I don't know what you're talking There's about. There's no hope for him, folks. No I'm hope. T- I just no don't hope. understand. I am sorry. I don't know. You know, Brenda. I mean, who... is he a singer? Is he a singer or well, what? It's, it's a her. It's a her. Oh, her. I mean, she's a her. I mean, I didn't mean to say it like that. Her, but her name's Ooh. Cardio B. I think it's car It's something like that. I don't know. It's just, you know, like Madonna, you know, I got Madonna, you know, what, you know, that's the name, but why would you want to be known for an exercise? I just don't get it.
3: <laughs> so
2: what are you up to today, Bren?
1: <laughs> Nothing much. Gotta go do my taxes. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm in the yeah. same boat. Yeah. Not a lot of fun. Yeah. My, you know, my favorite day is when they're all signed and sealed and sent off and I pay my bill and I can, don't have to worry about it until next year. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Well, Brenda, thank you for listening. I appreciate you calling in.
1: You are more than welcome. We love listening to you and have been listening for a very long time. Thank you,
2: Brenda. You're check. awesome. Checks in the mail, Brenda. <laughs> thank Thank you, Brenda. All right. <laughs> bye. Have a great day, Brenda. You too. And good luck with your
1: taxes. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> bye, kiddo.
1: All right. Bye.
2: <laughs> there goes Brenda. All right, that was a nice call. I like that. See, she didn't know who Cardio B was either. She thought it was a guy. See? I don't feel bad. I mean, come on. Johnny Cash, you know, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Gotta love some CCR. John John Cougar. Oh, yeah. You know, Uh, those are names, man. You know, come on. Hey,
0: you know what? The world has changed. No one wants to use their, well, not a lot of people. George
2: Strait, you know. Yeah. You ain't got no Cardio B country singer. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> you know, who's, uh, I mean, you, I mean, you look at the, look at the born in the USA, Bruce, Bruce. I mean, I got... there's one name they call him Bruce. It's Springsteen, but you, got, you know, Bruce, I get it. Yeah. You know, Pit bulldog. I don't understand. Why would you want to call yourself bulldog as a singer? I don't get it. You know it... I just don't understand. It's the world we live in now. I'm telling you, man. That's why I don't watch music award shows anymore. Yep. Because they don't make any sense. Not at all. No, You know? And country music is not country music anymore. Loretta Lynn even came out and said that. God bless her. She says, I'm so disappointed because country music is not country music anymore. It's pop music. And I, and it's interesting
0: because country music has always been the most listened to genre.
2: Well, there's two types of music. There's country and Western. <laughs> Western. There you go. What else do you need? You know? <laughs> and I like, I like, I like my rock in the seventies and the eighties. I, you know, Kansas, REO, and you know, CCR, police. CCR, eh, the police, eh, you know, um, uh, Rolling Stones Bob 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 uh, Bob Seger Bob Love Seager. I love me some Bob Seger Oh gosh my yeah. wife's
0: favorite singer Omaha Oh gosh
2: Ah, come on Yeah You know did I say Kansas Oh yeah Sticks Sticks
0: got to go with the sticks Yeah Doobie Brothers Have you what do you thought uh, uh I can live with the Doobie mean, They they had a yeah. they had a good song here I, you know Yeah Yeah, yeah. Marshall a,
2: Tucker Band Marshall Tucker Band Yeah That's music That's good stuff right there. I don't want to listen to Cardio B. I don't want to work out. You know, I need to work out, but I just, it's just not for me. (sighs) Yeah. Jenny's going, would you just move on?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised she hasn't called in just to say that.
2: Oh, she won't call in. No. No. I just get the old eye roll thing. you You know, hey, that's all right. We got to keep you in line. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm sorry. I just, you know, my. And when I'm driving, when I'm doing these long trips, man, I hit the 70s, the 80s, and then I listen to uh, the classic country, Willie Nelson. Who doesn't love Willie Nelson? I love Willie. Willie. Waylon Jennings.
0: Oh man! Come on! Got to love you. Just the a good-hearted
2: woman in love with a yeah. good time, and, and I mean that. That's that's a song. Exactly. You know
0: i hear you sometimes you know again things change you know kids come out of the womb listening to music i
2: don't even mind garth brooks you know he's got some good songs <laughs> chris LeDoux, the guy sung about a hat what's more endearing than that have you ever listened to that old, this old hat yeah that's I, a song man
0: i i have trouble getting really getting into songs that have just one path to go down and they, they it's just now, one thing now how do you not like Chris Ledoux you know I, I, he's a good singer but you know that, that hat song just that hat tells a story it's like go somewhere else from here buddy bury yeah. it up oh, mix it up
2: Andrew Andrew I don't mind you wearing the brave shirt but don't talk about Chris Ledoux <laughs> especially when you know who Cardio B is I'm very disappointed that you even know who that was
0: hey I gotta keep up with the time somehow
2: Yeah. You know? okay, okay. well I'm sorry you know that car. You know it's not like something. You know when a show, when a show on TV is a hit and it's the mass singer. I saw that the other day. Thought, what in the world is this world coming to? Yeah, it's a guy or a gal dressed in a suit that you don't know who it is that is lip syncing inside the suit, and it's a big thing because they're trying to figure out who it is. Well, a lot of them actually are singing. They are. Yeah. How do you know that? Well, because they had they. <laughs> I got two they, words for you. Ice, ice. Yeah, yeah, baby. He, he, yeah, he lip-synced everything.
0: Oh gosh, what was How his, was his name?
2: Chocolate ice or? Chocolate. What was his name?
0: <laughs> uh, ice, cu- no, not ice cube. No, ice cube. Vanilla. ice. Vanilla
2: ice. There you go. I knew it was. I knew it was a flavor. Well, he
0: stole a song from Queen. I mean, that's. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. One, you steal a song, and next, it's not very original.
2: Do you even know who Missouri was, the band Missouri? Oh, yeah. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. Now that's Come on, man. Oh, yeah. I'm moving on. There I've d- you go, I've done, just like the song. I'm just moving on. Moving on. I haven't heard that in a long time. I don't know how that just popped in my little brain. So, anyway, the DNR is hunting. Uh, they're going to recap the hunting seasons to discuss possible rule changes. They do this every time this year uh, at public meetings across the state. They're hosting a series of town hall style meetings where local staff will provide updates on recently completed hunting season, discuss possibility changes to rule hunting rules, regulations, and address other topics as requested. Uh, We want people to come out to these meetings, listen to hunting season reviews, ask questions, and hear directly from our staff, said Todd Bishop, chief of the Iowa DNR's Wildlife Bureau. Part of the meeting will be devoted to discussing potential world changes and collecting feedback as we work through the rules process. The meetings are open to the public. Comments collected from these public meetings will be considered, along with the other related comments received by the Iowa DNR to propose changes to hunting rules and regs. Proposed rules will be presented to the NRC, which is the Natural Resource Commission for you and me, during a regular public meeting for consideration and additional public comment. The last uh, meetings replaced the one-night listening sessions held in late winter over the past 15 years. So I, I can give you the Sioux City is going to be February 19th. Sheridan is going to be February 20th. Council Bluff as February 25th. Ogaboji February 25th. Burlington is February 26th. Iowa City is February 26th. Algona is February 27th. So is Bloomfield, Creston, Decorah, Dubuque, Jefferson, Ventura, Waverly, Des Moines is going to be March 3rd at the Isaac Walton League. Uh, DeWalt uh, is March 5th. I'm sorry, DeWitt. Sac City is March 5th. Toledo Toledo is March 5th. If you want more information about this, call them at 515-725-8200. That is 515-725-8200. What are you laughing about?
0: You should have been, you could have been a voiceover guy in, in another life, you know?
2: Well, I kind of am, man. I yeah, you kind of I mean. Yeah. For more information, please call 515-725-8200. You
0: remind me of the guy from the Clear Eyes commercial.
2: <laughs> the Clear Eyes. Okay, whatever. 818 and some change. We'll be right back. Before I do, I want to tell you about the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelry. See, I don't have to do an Italian voice for Herman's because they speak for themselves with quality, kindness. Economic relief. <laughs> Economic relief. That's another, that's another way of saying they have jewelry for any budget. That's right. Over there at 2900 University Avenue, West Des Moines, 222 2600. They've been helping Iowans for 38 years and they will continue to do so because Donnie and Frank know that making a special memory is very important to people and they want to try and do that each and every day. They've got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. If you're getting engaged, you got an anniversary. You got whatever they can help you. You know it's going to be your first turkey season, and you want to you want to make it extra special. Go get you something over at Herman's. Get you some bling to wear in the blind. That'll work. Trust me. For those grin and grabs, when you get your turkey, have a have a big old big old big old necklace or chain on there, and say, hey, got this. You know, I got this at Herman's. They'll take great care of you. And if you got stuff laying around, hey, you need a turkey blind. You need decoys. We're going to talk about decoys and broadheads when we come back. When you, uh, If you're in the market and you need need a little help, well, take your treasure that you're not wearing or using anymore over to Herman's, and they'll give you more for your money because they've been around for so long uh, than a place that just moved in. Trust me, Herman's Fine Jewelers, they will treat you right. It's my favorite place to go when I need to make a memory for somebody. I've got a special occasion. Herman's Fine Jewelers, 2900 University in West Des Moines. Call them at 222-2600. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350
1: ESPN.
3: I hear the train a-coming. It's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since. I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom prison. All
2: right. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. I'm heading down to my turkey blind. All right, so decoys and broadheads. We're going to talk a little deeks. So, uh, you know what? There are so many good decoys out there right now, and I'm going to tell you I we uh, I've used I've used a lot of them, folks. And they they all can work. And you know, here's the thing. You really got to see or read what the birds temperatures are doing. I always usually start out early season with a jake and a hen or jake and two hens. I, I call it my little love triangle. I'll put the, I'll put the jake out at the farthest point. Now since I have to bow hunt everything, I try to keep my decoys out about 14-15 yards at the most. Usually it's 10 to 12 yards cuz I like them to get really tied to the blind and I can make a real good shot with my bow. Um, if you're shotgun hunting, you can put them out there at 25, 30, 35 yards and you're fine. I mean, you can reach boom, you can get that reach out there. But, you know, deeks Deeks work really, really well. And if you, if you get into a situation where you start having deer turkeys that won't come in, won't commit, um, or they start putting off a lot of times, what that is, is if you got kind of thinking about it like this, the way God made those birds, the way they program their mind, he programmed their minds. When that Turkey gobbles in nature, the hen goes to him. So when those turkeys are just standing there and they're not moving and they're not coming to him. You're going to get a couple different reactions. One, you're going to tick him off and he's going to come in. Two, he's going to get curious or he's going to come in or he's going to put off and he's not. He's going to be wary about the situation. That's where you'll have. If you get it where they're starting to put off on something, you can always crawl, wait till they leave and make sure they're gone and crawl out and pull pull your Jake or something if you need to. But early season usually a Jake and a hen combination works really really good. Now as far as decoy companies, it really honestly is here's the thing that you you don't want to do. If you're out looking at decoys, just make sure they're not shiny. And what I mean by that, if you get them out there and if they're if they're not made properly, or if they're they're a very very uh, inexpensive decoy, what sometimes the quality's not there. When the sun hits them, they almost are reflective. The sun the the they just shine. You don't want that. Birds do not like that. I've noticed that from the the last thirty years of hunting, and I I really pay attention. To that more, and I do anything else, and then I'll look at the paint, the the head detail, and stuff like that. That's usually my second. The third thing I want to look at is durability, and if it's quiet. Um, you don't want them out there if the wind's blowing, or if you got anything hitting the stick. You don't want to have any rubbing noises that's real loud. Turkeys don't like movement; they don't like sound. If you if you get anything that's loud, if it's if it's moving, you get a breeze, and it's you know making them noises like that. Turkeys will not like, they don't like that. They can shy away. So those are the things to look at as far as budget, you know, you spend what you're comfortable with and use what's going to give you confidence. Um, I've used uh, a whole bunch of different decoys some were, you know, 25, $29. Some, some are more than that. Um, last year I, I've been using Dave Smith decoys. Now I love them. They're, they're pricey, but the, they last and the quality there and the detail. They don't shine. They don't make any noise and that's what i'm kind of looking for. But honestly, you don't you don't have to use those. You can use a lesser or less or least expensive lesser expensive decoy and still be successful. I mean, really think if you think about it, folks, when i started turkey hunting, we had foam decoys. They were like a hard foam and uh i mean, it was just kind of like the outline of the bird when i for the first couple seasons when i started. I don't even remember what those brands were called. Uh, they kind of folded up. Were uh, were they carry light or I honestly I can't remember but uh, they were they were 15 bucks. I mean they were very inexpensive. But I I got turkeys with them. You know, so you know they they can work. So anyway, just just whatever's going to give you confidence. Now, broadheads, uh, you know, if you're shotgun hunting, let me you sh- go out there and pattern your gun. We talk about this all the time. Shoot at 15, 20 yards, shoot at 25, 30 yards, shoot at 35, 40 yards. you know, get out there and pattern your gun and make sure that that pellet spread is going to be where you want it to be, where you have confidence. That way, if you got a gobbler coming in and he sits out there at 30, 35 yards, you know, that you're going to be able to make that shot. You know, some of these guns you can shoot out to 50 yards. I would never shoot that far because I stink with a shotgun. You know, I can hit what I want with a bow, but man, you put a gun in my hand. I'm just not as accurate. I don't know why, (laughs) That's why I missed 30 quail last year. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not the last two times I've shotgun hunted turkeys. i missed, I missed both times. I did. I mean, I, you've seen it on TV if you watch the show, but, um, you know, just get to know your pattern. That's going to help you harvest more birds, broadheads. Um, you know, there's two different, there's their body types. You got, uh, a mechanical. I'm usually not a big fan of mechanicals, but for turkeys I am. And I love the way that they fold, they pop out and, What they do is they actually slow down when they, when they get into the bird, to the vital areas, they actually slow down and, uh, which gives you more, more kinetic energy. And it, it really does a great job on a Turkey. Um, I also like using headhunters. I'm going to be using one called a decap this year. And it is exactly what it says. You mean you're shooting them at the head and it takes their head. It's like gone, but it's one of the most humane kills you can ever get that Turkey. It's over in a second. And the nice thing about it is if you miss the Turkey's fine, if you hit them, they're not going anywhere. They're going to flop within a foot of where you shot them. I mean, it's over with, so you don't have to worry about, you know, making a bad shot on a bird and, uh, not, I mean, we've all, we've all done that over the years. I mean, it just, it happens unfortunately sometimes, but, um, yeah, just, uh, if you're, if you're going to do a body shot, a mechanical is a good way to go or a regular slick trick. I'm going to use the Raptor tricks which is a mechanical this year for body shots. And again, shot placement on a Turkey is very critical. There's three shots that I recommend for a Turkey. There's the the broadside shot. If they're in full strut, if you go straight up that leg, and if you look at a Turkey at the very upper third of the bird, you'll see a line that goes across the feathers. That's the feather line. That's what I call it. Anyway, it goes from the head, the neck, and then up in there. If you get, if you go straight up the leg and go an inch toward the head, In that upper third of the bird and shoot when they're in full strut, you're going to, you're going to, it's just above center is what I'm saying. It's good. That's where that vital pocket is. And they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to flop right there. But you got, if there's a, there's a saying with Turkey hunting with a bow, if you hit them high, they're going to die. If you hit them low, they're going to go. And that's true. I mean, it really is. If you hit a low shot on a bird, you're not going to find it. Probably the vitals are up higher than what you think. So get to know your anatomy. If they're not in strut, you go up in that upper third of the bird, straight up the leg, about an inch towards the head, same spot, and you're gonna you're gonna and it'll be like two or three inches back from the wing from the wing joint. Don't shoot at the wing joint. That's the vitals. The vital pocket is not there. It's behind that. So get, make sure you know your turkey anatomy. The other shot is if they're coming in straight to you, is about an inch above the beard. If you shoot them there, they're done. They're not going to go anywhere. Uh, just make sure you center your shot, but that arrow is going to go right through there. And it's, it's, it's over with Turkey on a stick. I like to call that shot. And then the other one is, and there's no, there's no really delicate way to say this. So I apologize. It's called a Texas hard shot and you're shoot, the good Lord. When they're in full strut and that tail fans up, the good Lord gave you a bullseye. And uh, it's their behind. <laughs> uh, but you'll have a big bullseye right there. Just put that center right there, and uh, that turkey's done. You'll go 10, 15 yards, and it's over with. Those are your three recommended shots with a bow. With a shotgun, you want to shoot them in the head, jelly the head. So just underneath the chin or the beak, center of the th- center on the neck, and you're you're, you're going to be golden. So th- that's that's where I recommend. But just get out there and practice. And practice with what you're going to shoot. If you're gonna if you're gonna shoot uh that load for practice, make sure you're hunting with that load so your shot pattern doesn't change on you in the field. I've had people, you know, tell me that, well, I got these new shells and I had my gun pattern, but I, you know, well, you didn't your pattern probably changed. You know, get out there and shoot what you're gonna hunt with. That's our responsibility. And it's the same thing for bow hunting. Shoot what you're gonna shoot in the field. Practice tips or practice broadheads do not always fly like a real broadhead. They just don't. You better call it Smokin' Joey. So um, anyway, hey, we got to take a real quick break. We come back. Smelter's going to be on from Carl Chevrolet. We got a big announcement. I'll be right back.
1: It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN.
0: All right,
2: welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. A lot of pop. We're going to be doing a special lot of pop giveaway for Valentine's Day. Uh, If you come out to Sportsman's Warehouse next Saturday, Arlie is going to have some special tins to give your sweetie. Uh, So come on out and see me from uh, 10 to 11 out at Sportsman's Warehouse. And uh we will hook you up for uh, some uh, gourmet Iowa grown popcorn from Pop there in Ankeny. Thanks to Arlie for doing that. Smoker Joe Smelter's on the line. smoking Joe, how are you? Good morning, how are you doing? I'm just wonderful, thank you. Do you know who, hey, do you know who Cardio B is?
3: Cardio B?
2: You don't know who that is either? Think, I don't think so. Okay. Not a real person.
3: No, it is. Oh, she's right.
2: a ra- she's a rapper. Cardio. Oh. It's cardio it's
3: not car, not it's not cardio b no it's cardio Thank you. it's, thank car, you. it's cardio
1: b isn't it uh, no it's
0: not <laughs> I've been dealing with this all morning
2: <laughs> I, I'm surprised he even knows her name <laughs> <laughs> I don't i just saw i saw a commercial and I was like goodbye cardio b no yeah. thank you it's
3: it's Cardi b
2: what uh, whatever <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's cardio to me because it almost gives me a heart attack I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: So does it get you excited to go do cardio or something like that?
2: No, it's the reverse. It's like, um, it, oh. it's, it gets my heart to shut down. What is this world so you're coming to you?
3: are anti-cardio B. Yeah, Well, I'm not going to say I'm <laughs>
2: anti. It's just, it's not good for me. so I'll just say it like that. I try to be nice about
3: it. Have you it. even listened to one of her songs?
2: Uh, well, if, I, no. And if you, you have my permission, if you ever listen, have me listen to Cardio B, you have my permission to hit me.
3: You will real. I think you'll really enjoy it. Actually, it'll kind of give you. A, it, it's a different type of music that you'll enjoy. I'm sure it's, it's not, a little bit more, a little bit more upbeat than what you probably listen to.
2: Oh no, that's not true. I listen to very upbeat stuff. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Eagles, you know. The Eagles, they're good. Yeah, yeah you know. Take it easy, you know.
3: Yeah. That's not necessarily uh, a true. beat. Rolling down the road. He seems a little faster than, uh, uh, than the Eagles.
2: yeah, Yeah, rolling down the road, trying to loosen my load. I got seven turkeys on my mind. One that want to <laughs> hold me, two that want to skirt me. One He's a friend of mine. Nah, you know, hey,
3: listen. I, so it's I, a new month here, at Carl
2: Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, hey, here's the thing. And I don't know if I should talk about this or not, but I think we got this done. But if we get this done, uh, you guys are going to be a partner on the TV show. Listen to this. If we get this done, if you go buy a truck at Carl Chevrolet and you say Respect the Game TV sent you, you're going to get a special discount, thank you discount, from Carl yep. For, for, yep. for watching the TV show. You're also, if we get this done, you're also, if you buy a truck from Joe or someone there at Carl, uh, and you, you send a picture or a proof of purchase to us. Uh, if we get this done, we're going to have every 10 people that buy a truck, we're going to give away like a $1,600 hunting package.
3: Yep. And camo and bows. And, yeah. I mean, brand, it's, new, it's brand, have, brand new, brand yep. new
2: elite bow, brand new game hide clothing package. Um, and you, so that's a one in 10 chance of winning it. Now we'll get some hats and yep. stuff for everybody that comes in as, yep. as a thank you anyway. But isn't that a great deal you get you save money on buying the truck and then you're going to get awesome. you got a one to ten chance of getting a, a sixteen hundred fifteen sixteen hundred dollar prize back
3: yeah yeah it should be a lot of, something we're really really excited about just kind of get more involved with um, yeah. the hunting industry and the outdoors industry and it should yeah. be a lot of fun now
2: I haven't got that signed off yet, but I, I'm pretty no. sure we're going to get it done we're getting
3: close we're getting close so yeah yeah
2: anyway but in the meantime, you can go see Smelter and he'll save you some money yes. Yeah. All the time, yeah.
3: So it uh, doesn't so matter if it's something new or used or something. If you have a business that you need something for, I'm here for for all of those areas. Mm-hmm. So
2: since I bought the truck two weeks ago, has it been two weeks? It's been a week.
3: Uh, about two weeks, yeah, yeah. I think we're on week two. Are we? Yeah. Okay. If I have... actually, I think it happened last Monday when I was off. So yeah, I mean we're t- we're ten, twelve days in.
2: Is that has it been that long? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so what are you giving away since I bought the truck? Because <laughs> every time I buy one, you got extra <laughs> deals that roll out. So, what did I miss this time?
3: Everything's uh, good through Monday, so all the incentives that were there for the whole month of January. Uh, so, GM's month it ends Monday, so um, all the incentives are good through Monday. So, we'll get new incentives and offers come Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So then I'll tell you how much he lost.
2: Well, I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna say this one more time. <laughs> I I want to thank Brett Moyer. Because I, I had something happen with my my nineteen that I bought, mm-hmm. and Brett, Brett, I went in there and I talked to Brett, and Brett came out and, and took care of me. He took money out of his own pocket to make sure that he took care of me. And yep. I, I I'm going to tell you something, and I don't care if you advertise with me or not anymore. I will always buy my my stuff at Carl because of just I what, it. just because what Brett did for me. Because I'm going to tell you something. That that wasn't Carl's fault. That you know that was a it no. was it was something. You guys have sold thousands of those Trail Bosses. You you oh, yeah. it's a great truck. I love my truck. Yep. I, and I bought another one. It's just yep. that there was something. Anytime you get something man made,
3: something happens yep. sometimes. Yeah, but and it's unfortunate. And it just he wanted to make sure that you were happy. I mean, he, your safety he, was number one. That was he our number he,
2: one went, he went above and beyond, and and he would do that for anybody. Not you know yep. I'm I'm just saying I would. I will always be grateful for Brett, to Brett, for that because you and Joel and Brett and Randy, um, Doug and Service, all you guys took care of me above and beyond, and I will, yep. I, 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 you are my dealer for life. I appreciate that. And that's yeah, that's you, what we strive for. Yeah. So, you guys do a great job. You know, you not Thank so you. much, but everybody else really pulled their oh, weight. That's, that's okay. Yeah. You didn't even put my truck seats on this time. You had the people and the accessories do it. I was a little upset <laughs> about that. You know, the last four or five you've done that. So how did you find that out? Oh, I I got my way, Smelter.
3: You got your way. So I've got oh, you my... got your internal you got your internal wrath, don't you tell it on me?
2: hmm Yeah, I'm connected there, buddy. I had pe- I got I've got I've got people tell me these things so it's like, you know Joe didn't put your seats on this time. I so said
3: what? That's not what I heard. I, I saved about two and a half hours of my day that day.
2: <laughs> you know, actually those seat covers are not, they're not as hard as the other ones were. You haven't even put them on before.
3: I, I put them on every single time. No, 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 no.
2: When I got the, when I got the 19, I remember I had to order them because my, my other ones wouldn't fit because it was a model change. Remember? Because I had a Silverado. We had a regular 1500 and then I bought the trail boss, which was a different, totally different model. So I had okay. to order them, remember? So I already had the truck before I got the seat covers.
3: So, but didn't somebody else put them on for you? No, I did. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. maybe you ordered them from Lance or something like
2: that. Well, no. Lance put the, Lance at Linux I bought the back seat covers from him. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. because uh, Tiger Tough didn't make the back seat covers. But the okay. the front ones, I had to wait till they came in. And I put those in myself. And I had okay. those on in 10 minutes. Those were, they're they a lot easier than they used to be. Well, uh-huh. I'll do that next time. Yeah, you, well, they're, they're, I hate to tell you this; it's going to be a while because I, I was, I, hey, and you, I cried when I traded that truck, that nineteen, because I love that truck. I teared up a little bit. <laughs> I did. I it, it bothered me to clean it, to clean it when we were in the service bay, moving stuff over to the black yeah. oil, I teared up a little bit, man, because I, I that red that candy red that cardinal red truck pop, man. That was a beautiful. That's a beautiful truck. The black's just as cool. Yeah, it's a it's pretty. So anyway, <laughs> so you got deals. Go see Joe, and then uh, I'll uh, I got some deer classic tickets. I'm going to drop off for you or something here in the next week or so. Okay, okay?
3: that sounds great.
2: All right. Anything else?
3: Not today. I'll be here uh, all day today till six, and then uh, all next week.
2: Yeah, and if you go in there, folks, and buy a vehicle and if Brett's there, tell Brett thanks for taking care of me. Will you do that? Because I, I I'll always he's a great guy and I really appreciate Brett Moyer. He's here
3: today too.
2: Yeah, well there you go. You tell him I said thanks. All right, buddy. All right, I'll see you, Smokey. All
3: right, buddy, take care.
2: And you go, hey, may your cardio be be with you all day. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> see you later. Take care. <laughs> Bye, Joe. Joe Smelzer, man. I love that guy. He's fun. I got to go. We'll be back with trivia on 1350 ESPN.
0: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader,
1: 1350
2: ESPN. All right. That sound can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan trivia challenge is on deck. If you haven't won in the last 30 days, light them up. 244-1350, 244-1350. Today uh, we had a substitution. So first, uh, if you get in, uh, I, I would your classic tickets today. So I had to substitute some stuff because some stuff did not come in. But that's okay. It gives us a chance to do that. While Andrew is lining up the calls, I want to tell you about my friend Obi Wan Kenobi Yegi, Doctor Scott Obi Wan Kenobi Yegi at Advanced Family Dentistry. Are you afraid of going to the dentist? You don't have to be. If if you had a bad experience going to the dentist. Are you does it do you have anxiety, stress? Well, don't stress out. Don't have anxiety. Pick up the phone and call 964-1490. 964-1490. That'll get you to the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. Dr. Brant, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Kenobi-Yegi, and Dr. Williams. They are there to take care of you and your family every day. They do a great job with cleanings, cavities, root canals, crowns. Uh, they can help you with TMJ issues, wisdom teeth, cosmetic dentistry. They can even help you with sleep apnea. They can make crowns while you wait. You don't have to get a temporary anymore. They'll do it all. One stop, one stop dental shop. That's right. They've been helping people for a long time. They've been my dentist for five years now. And I'm going to tell you, I love them. They're great people. It's an honor to promote them. They will take great care of you. If you call them at nine, six, four, 1490, they're located right at nine Oh seven North Ankeny Boulevard, right down the street from Darren Islander. American family insurance agent he's an Elvis impersonator uh, and he'll take great care of you I promise Uh, advanced family dentistry go check him out and tell Obi-Wan Kenobi I sent you the reason I call him Obi-Wan Kenobi is because he uses the force to calm me down and you know what they say when you leave may the floss be with you that's what they do All right, let's go to the phones we're going to start off with Steve and see what he is up to Steve good morning how you doing good how are you I'm doing well buddy how are you up to today
1: Oh, I'm going to go feed the birds and squirrels and mess around outside.
2: Okay. All right. Well, you want to shoot from some deer classic tickets? Sure. All right. This is for a pair of tickets. What radio show are you listening to right now? ESPN. Well, the show. What's the show? Oh, the doctor, Outdoors Dan. (laughs) Steve, we'll call you after the show, buddy. You got a pair of tickets. Thanks, buddy. Later. Bye. Bye. All right, let's go say hi to Brenda this morning. Brenda, are you there, Brenda? Brenda, Brenda, Jerry. I'm sorry, Jerry. Are you there? Yes, I'm here.
1: What are you doing, good Jerry? Morning. How you doing? Good. How are you?
2: I'm doing well.
1: How's my bow? Oh, it's uh, nice and toasty, warm this morning. It's uh, resting, very sleeping in late in the basement right at the moment. Well, there you go. Take, in very good position. All right, we'll make sure you
2: take care of it. Would you like a pair of Deer Classic tickets? I would.
1: I want to go down there and find a uh, taxidermist because I found a 12-point buck that has some private land to stay on. Well, there you go. All
2: right. Uh, you got a pair of Deer Classic tickets. We'll call you after the show, man. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Hang on. Uh, we'll call you back afterwards. Thanks, Jerry. Tell Hunter hi.
1: Yep. Okay.
2: All right. Was uh, all right. Is that it? We have one more? We good? All right. Well, we, go, we got more to give away next week. So if you didn't get in today, don't worry about it and... That's the start of the uh, the Deer Classic. It's going to be March 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Iowa Event Center. And uh, we're going to have a lot, a lot of fun. Hey, we're done. We're out of here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, calling in today. And uh, thanks for everybody checking us out online on uh, Facebook Live. Appreciate that. Thanks to uh, the fine folks at Imperial RV Centers for helping us do that. Zach and everybody. Don't forget, they've got their big RV show at the fairgrounds next week. So go down there and check out all the new RVs and everything. Until uh, we meet again, if you need to get a hold of me, just go to outdoorsdan.com. My email's right there. Give me a day or two. I promise I'll get back with you. And until next week, God bless you. And keep it here on 1350 ESPN. See you, everybody.